Hello, this is Margaret Copeman Frankowitz coming to you today um, on Diabetic Survival. I'm glad that you're actually listening. I'm actually super excited because uh, not only do I have podcasts that go out all over the world, but I got like seven different types of podcasts going out and also a Facebook page, several Facebook pages I should say, and I just added the MeWe. So um, a lot of this was actually set up by Acre to actually uh, broadcast my podcasts over different channels. So uh, my many thanks to Acre for actually providing this. Actually, anybody can actually start an Acre account uh, and actually vocalize whatever they want to vocalize about. So there you go. I'm not anything special. Oh, I, I'm actually special. Maybe special. And, okay, bad joke. Um... Yeah, so anyways, this uh, new social networking, MeWe, is new to me anyways. I guess it's been out for a little while, but it is new to me, MeWe. I'm excited because it has a platform where we can actually, i got to accept you first before you go in. So um, if you can get past that, then you can actually type comments in and then we can actually have a dialogue and yay, awesomeness. Okay, so um, basically I've actually it's it's miwi social so just type in diabetic survival in there and you should actually get it it's the same as my podcast um or just look me up under margaret copeman so uh in that way i can actually send you a link all right so with that being said social networking is awesome it's an awesome way to actually um, express yourself. And uh, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to about today was social networking. And and exactly what type... I'm, I'm actually steering away from the emails uh, because I used to actually put my email on here. Actually, still on here. But I'm actually going to steer away from them because um, there is dialogue, but it's, it's personal dialogue. You know, some people have some like questions they don't want anybody else to uh, listen to and of course I'm not a doctor by any means and I can only give you my own personal experiences like what I've talked to my dietitian with or to my doctor with I mean some people they have have never had their a1c tested and so that's a concern it's like uh, you need your a1c testing you need to know what's going on and you need to get a lipid panel and make sure your numbers are okay and if they're not, then then you need to work with your doctor to actually get on board with that. So, you know, I, I don't think any doctors would actually scream at me for actually giving that type of advice. Um, actually, probably give me kudos for that. And I've gotten kudos by my doctors for my diet. So that's the reason why I do the podcast to begin with. So it's not that um, I'm not a doctor. I will first say that that's the most important thing you need to know as I'm not a doctor I'm not a nutritionist I'm going based off of I am the experimental guinea pig for me and what I'm doing is working so that's what I'm actually sharing and um, it's just like in my previous podcast when I was talking about uh, the D advice I was so proud of him and I did actually get a message back from him because when I viewed his his um, videos on YouTube I was really seriously impressed. I mean, this guy is actually reversing his kidney disease. That's where 
Uh, for the most of us who do not have kidney disease right now, we don't want to go because if we let our diabetes continue the way that we always ate, we're gonna. There's a good chance we're gonna end up. You know, 44% chance that we're gonna end up with kidney disease or go blind or something. And and you know that's preventable. So if it's preventable, then we need to do everything that we can to actually prevent that, right? I mean, everybody would agree. So um, I opened this dialogue up on MeWe because I thought it would be really cool if we all gave our opinions and advice in there. Now that could also blow up in my face too, so I'm, I'm a little bit aware of that. But um, I will be, hopefully, if I can get some people on it, um, and of course this is new, uh, then I'll be able to actually mediate that. So um, I think the dialogue is good. I, social media can also be kind of a disaster too because I have seen, and you know, they're good attempts, right? But I have seen good attempts by people in different countries who really do not have a good grasp on diabetes. Like they are talking about the best kind of sugar, is it brown sugar or white sugar? Well, as a diabetic, you already know you probably want to steer away from both of those. Neither one of them are good, so it's still a sugar that's going to affect your blood sugar. And I, I know that Mike the Meter has told me that, now that's, that's just what I call it because uh, I actually heard that <laughs> through another podcast where they were calling the meter, you know, our diabetes meter, Mike the Meter, because that's just the words that he used. I really liked that, so I kind of picked it up, Mike the Meter. I should call mine more like Jane the Meter or something, but I haven't, I don't have a permanent name on it. But anyways, we know when we check our blood sugars that uh, sugar is probably one of the most disastrous things we can actually put into our body. It is literally a poison. So when they're debating on what types of sugar not to use, and they're saying it's a myth, then uh, that's some poisonous advice, and we don't need that. That's, let me tell you, hands down, sugar is your enemy. Um, and let me, let me backtrack a couple of years ago when my doctor was definitely warning me that I need to do something about my EMC, that uh, he said sugar is a poison. Well, he didn't say that. Okay, let me retract. I say it's poison, but it is. But what he said is no sugar. He only gave me two words, and I had to try to figure out a whole complex, a whole complex new um, scenario of what I was going to do to eliminate sugar. And see, the thing is, is until you do your own research or until you listen to my podcast, you don't know. I mean, when you go out there, you think you're doing the right thing by eating low fat, and you're not. Um, I still have some turkey dogs I can't eat because it has corn syrup solids in it, and corn syrup exactly is a sugar. Now, the package says less than 1%. I still don't want to eat it. I'm not taking my chances. I don't want it. I just don't. So, um, when I learn new themes, that's the reason for the podcast, is I share that, and... You know, the, the incredible wealth of knowledge that I've actually learned in 11 years total, uh, just on food and nutrition and such, has been enormous, enormously beneficial to reducing my A1Cs from the very high 13s down to uh, 8.6, and now I'm in the, the 7 category. So I'm, like, thrilled. 
I still need to get down into the sixes. And you never know, I might get down into the fives. I don't think I've ever been a five, but I might get down there. And so I've done everything that I can to actually curb my sugar. And so when you have other countries, and this is somebody who meant well in India, when they're saying that these are myths, that sugar is a myth, that is, is very disastrously dangerous for diabetics. And I'm just looking at this like, this has to be a parody. This has to be a joke, right? They're not joking, though. They really think this way. No offense to India or anything, because there's some really good doctors in India, too. But um, what I was actually seeing online, and it looked very professional, some people are going to be very misled with information that they actually view. And, uh, of course, the reason being is because most pre-diabetics, me included, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, when I'm first looking online about diabetes and stuff, if it looked very formal, I had, uh, there was more of a chance that I was going to believe that lie until I was actually told the truth. And, uh, of course, I've given some amazing references for some doctors that are just, just will blow your mind um, in my previous podcasts. I mean, like Dr. Bernstein or uh, like uh, Dr. Eckberg or even Dr. Berg. Dr. Berg is pretty good. There's two of them. There's Dr. Eckberg and there's a Dr. Berg. And I can't remember what his first name is, but he's really good. And uh, so these people are pretty much in sync with what it takes to actually reduce numbers on your blood sugars. And it really does work because I'm living it. And I appreciate so many people who actually give valid information on this. So, um, so podcasts can be positive or negative. Uh, your Facebook profiles, you know, when you go to your different groups, it could be positive or negative. The things that make you think. And these are the things that you need to bring to uh, somebody who's actually lived it to know. So this way, when you go to my group chat, you can say, uh, is honey okay, for instance? Well, you know, honey is going to raise, it's going to raise your blood sugar. It's, it's just going to happen. Honey, it is very beneficial. There's a lot of good benefits with honey. So I'm not going to tell you no, but at the same time, um, like, like for instance, if you get the honey from the region, it's really good for allergies and such. I know that, but at the same time, you're going to have to decide because you're the one actually checking like the meter, you're testing your blood sugar to see exactly how that's affecting your blood sugars. And if it's not, hey, go for it, do it. But it's going to affect your blood sugars. I can guarantee that because I've done it. I mean, I know for me. Okay, I know for me. Maybe for you it doesn't because you're like an alien from a different planet and doesn't affect you. That's fine. But I have tested it. It does raise your blood sugars. So um, corn syrup solids, I have actually, like Dr. Eckberg has mentioned corn syrup solids being like a sugar and it's not good for you. So... That's what I'm going off of. And he's like all real natural ingredients like milk, eggs, cheese. These are good things. Eggs. Eggs are amazing. He's all about the keto diet. He's all about reducing the um, carbs that you're actually getting in your body. And I I have found, and a lot of people who do 
uh, work on losing weight, they have found that like the carbs, for instance, are the major culprit as to the reason why they can't actually lose weight. And it's so hard. I mean, you look at your cabinet and you think, oh, well, I can do this. And then you're going to find that the good majority of your food is probably carbs. And it's really hard. That's just the American diet. Um, and I don't know how it is in your country. If it's a little bit better, I want to move to your country if, it, if there's less carbs because I'm trying to get away from it. And it seems like no matter where I turn, it's like, here's some free food, but there's it's loaded with carbs. So I have to be very specific about my diet. I want to go shopping. Um, but with that being said, uh, my metformin is my crutch. So if I am around food and I... If I cannot absolutely eat my diabetic diet, and I have to eat that, I at least have my metformin as my crutch. And the fact that I do exercise actually uh, brings down your blood sugar. So, and I do that every day. So I kind of have kind of my backup plan is my exercise and my metformin. So hopefully they hold up for me. I'm not saying it's a perfect solution, but it works for me for now. Okay. So with that being said, try the MeWe, try going to the Diabetic Survival. I just put it up today, like maybe 15 minutes ago. I'm super excited about it. I've had my profile up for about a week now. Um, I, I do have my web pages as well on Facebook, but they have been block happy lately, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on Facebook and, and Twitter, mind you. Um, I have heard in the news that they lost like $6 billion, so I guess blocking um, the elections had a lot to do with it, and blocking anybody who they feel like blocking, so I don't know. So with that being said, I want you on as many stations that I'm on as possible, and I've had to do this, and it's, it's, it's really annoying too, but you know, it's going to open up your eyes to better things as well, so I mean, think of it that way. But I've had a dude as well, because I have uh, several other things that I actually view. That's now on Mimi. I haven't had any problems with Mimi. Um, there was another social platform I was thinking about using, and it just... Interestingly enough, the whole site uh, was brought down. They, they had so many people either joining, or they got censored, or something. I'm not exactly sure what happened. But there was another platform that as soon as it was out in the open, they were shut down right away. So, um, I don't think that that free speech should be censored at any time. And, of course, this is really rubbing me the wrong way because this is not how I grew up. Here in America, this is the United States of America. We've always had free speech. There may have been people who didn't like what you had to say, but because of the way that our country is structured, we're still able to say what we need to say. So especially when it comes to diabetes information, this isn't getting political or anything of that nature. I mean, I think the worst thing I said was, and it wasn't even bad, I think it was um, about 20 podcasts ago, something about the elections and how they should be maintained and fair. Um, by the way, I, I'm kind of wondering if we need to scrap you know, the whole whatever is going on. I don't think I'll ever vote again. Which it is, it's very discouraging what happened with the vote. Um, so America pretty much elected an evil dictator, and I, I can't really say any more about it because uh, my freedom of speech has been omitted as well. So, 
and I certainly don't need to get blocked in when I'm trying to actually provide a benefit to people who need it at no cost. I mean, I may sell t-shirts later, so if there's a t-shirt vendor out there, let me know. I think I'll have t-shirts that say diabetic survival. Oh, let me know if you want a t-shirt too, then I'll really consider it. Um, or a pin or something, but I want to I wanna blow this channel up and I want us to be awesome is what I want because we are awesome individuals anyways. So, um, anyway, so yeah, MeWay is a platform. I'm not necessarily posting as much on Twitter or, like, I will st still post to Facebook as long as they don't have me blocked, but sometimes they do. It's, it's very annoying, so I certainly know what certain other people are going through. Um, I've blocked a lot of the, the, the U.S. news channels because they're absolute garbage. You can't believe them. I don't think they're even done by actual U.S. citizens. Because, I mean, who blocks the president of the United States? Well, we have a new president, unfortunately, now. Um, but he's not really valid. You don't go around stealing votes and consider yourself a president. Um, basically, you're a pathetic... Okay, okay, okay. I won't talk politics anymore. All right, no more politics. Okay, so anyways, I do want to thank my listeners. Um, Australia, UK, uh, here in the US, of course. I got most of my listeners here in the US. But only 85% of the listeners are here in the US. The rest are from around the world. So uh, Austria, Australia... Um, I think I had one from Japan at one point in time. I don't know what happened to them, but hopefully they come back. Come back, Japan. We miss you. Okay, so, um, I know this is dumb. I'm not really talking diabetes, but I am. I'm talking platforms. So, uh, as far as the diabetes went, I didn't really see anything new, but I'll be honest. I didn't really look either. Um, because I was actually developing the platforms and sending web links and stuff like that. So, um, and I wanted to do another podcast and basically get the word out that I want to, I want to chat with you. I need dialogue. I need some input. I need to know what you're going through. I want to know about you. I want to know if diabetes is new to you. And I want to know if you just got your A1C checked. I want to know that really... I want to know even just the smallest thing, just anything, doesn't matter. Just let me know something. And I want to, I want to, be, I want to be your cheerleader here. I want to say, yeah, kudos for you. You brought your A1C down. That's amazing. Or like, let's say it's increased. I'm like, oh, it's okay, because there's other tactics you can try to actually bring that down. Let me be your cheerleader, okay? Um, it's something I really enjoy doing. Okay, so with that being said. Um, I wanted to also know when you just absolutely had to go to McDonald's and have a Big Mac because you just couldn't stand it anymore. See, this this is the part that breaks my heart. Is I know people who really try out there and they feel discouraged because they broke down and they had a Big Mac. Well, do you know how crazy that sounds? Most normal Americans go and they have a Big Mac. It's okay. It's okay. You broke down, you had a Big Mac. All right. And let's say, because you're really strictly keto, you broke down and you had a Big Mac and you had all that bread and now you feel like you got to start all over again. It's okay. There's always tomorrow. So 
that's um, kind of my concern. I've been there. I've done that. And um, it, it stinks. I don't know. Because, you know, normally, or normally you wouldn't have a Big Mac. And all of a sudden somebody is buying one for you. And you're just kind of like, great. But they've already bought it for you. So you don't have any other options to eat anything else. You have to eat that Big Mac. Or starve. I mean, okay, go ahead and eat the Big Mac, I guess, you know? Or maybe take some bun off. Eat weird. Make it really weird for them. Like, take all the bun off and just eat the meat. And get that really weird look. And just just kind of be the weirdo you know you've always wanted to be. So, I don't know. Um, so I guess there's living with diabetes. And then there's living with diabetes. So there's the people that don't really take it very seriously. And then there's other people who are trying really hard. I have found, at least if you're, give, you're giving some serious effort for it, towards it, and you're still on your metformin and stuff, it, you're going to be okay Like if you accidentally eat a Big Mac or something. You don't need to punish yourself. Um, even my friend Polak, what's his first name? Is it David? David Polak? Okay. So his last name is Polak. So people who listen to my podcast, all of them, then there's a few of you, um, know who, ah, Dennis Polak, okay? Dennis Polak, Mr. He proportions his food very perfectly. And if he's listening, I'm going to be totally embarrassed. But, but he's got like these perfect portion controls that he has. And, and the way that he cheats is not (laughs) necessarily how you would think cheese when it comes to food because he does it out and open for everybody to see I think is great he does experiments and his experiments are pretty interesting too and I actually have trembled when I've seen him eat a Hershey's candy bar I'm like no you can't eat a Hershey's candy bar it's going to kill you and then come to find out it actually had less effect on his blood sugar than a banana and I'm just kind of like this is crazy. So, I mean, he doesn't get too crazy with it or anything, but I think that's his way of actually still enjoying foods, um, but still being good too. So he does it out in the open and he does these experiments and he shows people, probably because it's so rare that he actually cheats his meals and he definitely wants to show it on camera and it really doesn't affect him too much. Now he's a hypoglycemic and you can find him on YouTube for those who are just tuning in. And, um, by the way, please share this podcast with others, especially if you know they're diabetic. Just so you know, a lot of diabetics, they don't, if they're anything like my family, they don't like to talk about their disorder. Um, but sometimes you can sneak it in there with a survey or something. For instance, do you think you're diabetic? Yes or no. And maybe get a couple hits that way. So then send them my way and we can go ahead and discuss it in the podcast. So, um... I wish I had this like all professional where I could actually have callers like calling in and I could actually answer and say, hello, we're going to listen to the caller just like the radio station does. Wouldn't that be great? And then you could just ask me right there in a, in a live podcast about something and then I could just totally sit here, just totally red faced because I probably may or may not know the answer. Or it could be totally off topic that I'd have to go, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know, trying to decide how I'm going to answer that. So... Um, I think it'd be kind of fun and kind of embarrassing. I, I, I actually love being embarrassed sometimes, so it's okay. Um, sometimes. 
Sometimes I take it personally. So you never know. I'm a female. I can change my mind. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and try to slide a commercial in. And so we'll be back right after these messages. And again, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to Diabetic Survival. And uh, what I wanted to talk about next, after we talked about all the social media and such, is uh, something that I was actually weighing in on. It's not something I've actually seen, but um, I thought that I'd talk about. How do you... Now, of course, with COVID-19, we don't have a lot of social... Too many social settings anyway, so we can, like, totally be diabetic, you know, at home. But, like, let's say that you have an important luncheon. Um, For instance, you have a business meeting, and they're meeting in a restaurant, because it still happens. The world's still turning. It happens. How do you eat in front of everyone and still stay within your carb limitations. It gets kind of tricky. I mean, you're eating a burger, you usually take the top bun off. You might leave the bottom bun on if you actually believe that myth that you can have up to 40, you know, grams or whatever carbs. I don't believe that, but that's what they say, the dietitian anyways. Hi want to eliminate all of it though um we're talking about being good too not being bad <laughs> so how do you eat your meal from that i would suggest ordering the meal you can actually eat if they don't have it try your best and you know i mean you don't have to necessarily tell me oh, i'm a diabetic i mean it's great and all but you know, as soon as you say you're diabetic let me tell you how people react they get weird um, a lot of the workplaces that I've worked at, I mean, I've been fired just because I was diabetic. I made people uncomfortable because I said I was diabetic. I'm serious. It's out there. I'm just doing metformin, but they're automatically thinking I'm injecting. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but then I'm some kind of weirdo because I have to, you know, do all these things as a diabetic and, and I must be sickly and I'll, you know, none of that stuff's true but it doesn't matter it's what people think. They remember their great-great-great-grandfather who, who had diabetes and was, you know, sickly and at home. And so that's how they're imagining diabetics. But not all diabetics are like that. We're all in different stages of our life, and some of us are healthier than others. Some of us are blessed to be able to survive this much better than others. Um, and a lot of it is luck and diet and medications and really good doctors. Some of us don't have that. Some of us do, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, yeah, I have been let go from jobs because of my diabetes. Now, of course, they don't necessarily tell you front diabetes, but I digress. I'll talk about that another day. And I think I have talked a little bit about that anyways already. But okay, like in a social setting, when you're eating hamburger, you can't have the top bun, you can't have the bottom bun, let's say. So you're just asking for the meat. You might just want to ask for the meat. Or try not to be as weird as possible. Don't point it out. You could just say, and luckily, a lot of dieters nowadays, and it's like nobody looks at dieting as being a bad thing, right? So they always see that as a good positive trait. So you can tell somebody you're just cutting your carbs, and they don't have to know why you're cutting your carbs. You don't have to say, I'm a diabetic. You could just say, I'm cutting my carbs. And not only not only is it intelligent saying that, but it could save your job. I wish I would have thought of that before I lost my job. But, um, well, one of my many jobs I've worked. And um, so, yeah, sometimes in a social 
upsetting. It could be weird, especially if you have other people ordering your food. And so it's just kind of, if, with a little bit of luck, you can order or bring your own food. And you just look like a dieter. You don't look like a diabetic. You look like somebody who's trying to lose weight, you know? You know, you tap your gut and say, I need to lose a few pounds. Most people do need to lose a few pounds. Nobody thinks anything differently of it. But there's an awful lot of discrimination that actually surrounds diabetics. And it's really unfortunate. There are some diabetics with valid causes uses as crutch in their workplace. I mean, they're, they're really, there are real situations like they forgot their medications, so they got to go home. Um, or they've missed work and because they couldn't function correctly. And so there's some real validation to some of these things. It does not mean that you are or that your neighbor is. But I wouldn't even say I was a diabetic, honestly, because if I'm just on metformin, there's not going to be anything serious that happens. I mean, my blood sugar is slightly raised. Okay, I can deal with that. I'm not dealing with serious consequences such as foot ulcers and, you know, passing out at work and, you know, all this kind of weird stuff that happens um, with diabetics who, unfortunately, out of their control, I'm not saying that they cause that by any means. But there are some diabetics that have literally no control over what their blood sugars are going to do. It could be something as simple as stress and or lack of sleep, and their blood sugar numbers are off. Horrible, horrible situation. Um, as a type 2 diabetic on metformin, hopefully you're not dealing with that. And so, of course, I mean absolutely no disrespect when I say that. Um, I'm just saying that... Um, because of what has happened at work, people are judging you as a diabetic based off of what they know. And not your fault by any means. It's just their preconceived notions. So I would say, um, I'm going to throw out an example there. Um, one of the examples that I remember is the guy from Poison, uh, Brett something or other. Anyways, he lives in Scottsdale. I can't remember that part. I can't remember his name. Brett Michaels? Oh, Brett Michaels. That's his name. Brett Michaels. Okay, I'm name dropping. And I hope he doesn't sue me. But he's a type 1 diabetic. Well, everybody knows he's a type 1 diabetic. He's come out about being a type 1 diabetic with diabetics. And uh, I remember this was back this is back around when I found out I was a diabetic. I, I was learning about type 1s. I was learning about type 2. So this is around... Uh, 2010 or so and he was trying to make his comeback here at the Arizona State Fair which was really cool Brett Michaels from Poison at the Arizona State Fair so total rock out yeah I was excited I was there that night I listened to him it was cool it was very cool but um, there was something now that started off his tour because he decided to tour around the country again until he had an episode. He had an episode where something happened happened on stage. He collapsed. He was sent to the hospital for a week. And he was recovering. He was quite embarrassed by it. The poor guy. Um, but, you know, it, it was already well known that he was diabetic. He, he was a type 1 diabetic. He has been, been one since childhood. And it was just, like he said, a stupid accident. And it was. Um, but he still made a comeback. He still did great. Everybody was rooting for him things happen. People overreact. 
it helps when you have money and you're a celebrity because people judge you. And of course, he got it pretty bad. He's in great shape, though. But, um, but this is the stuff people remember. Holly Berry, she's a type one and a half, I believe. And that's kind of a new term to me. Don't know much about it. Um, I'm sure one and a half would explain that to me. But, um, that's, I guess, where your pancreas is gone, but you can still control the metformin. So I guess you got partial pictures of the pancreas there or something. But I think she had an issue as well, too, where she ended up in the hospital, but she's type one and a half. And she's doing fine now, so she, um, like some type of incident happened, she was in the public. But th- this, the point that I'm trying to make is people remember these things that happen. And so, of course, this affects people's, you know, they see this in the news, and they're like, oh goodness, this diabetic can collapse at any moment at work. Oh my goodness, we gotta do something with this. Just so you know, as long as I've been a diabetic, I've been exploring this topic since I was... You know, back in 2010, since, you know, my mid-30s. Not once have I passed out because of diabetes. So, um, my, my blood sugars have remained pretty steady and constant. Now, I've had things happen to my body, and I've had plenty of time to go to the doctor. Such as, you know, I ran out of metformin, so I need to go back to the doctor and get some. But other than that, I haven't had any physical issues with much. Um, that were actually related to my diabetes. Um, did have like tingly hands at one point in time. I thought I was going to end up with neuropathy. I don't have that, have that right now. Um, there's something about the keto diet that just completely eliminates it. So that's one of the, the reasons why and practically I think every podcast that I've ever put out, and I've put out like a lot of them. I can't say I put out like 100 of them or anything, but I think I've done about 50. Uh, I always talk about keto, so I'm trying to totally get people on the ball with that. But, you know, what's really cool is in the dieting world is keto is really popular too. So, I mean, like I said, if it's hard for you to say you're diabetic because of the preconceived notions that people do have towards diabetes, you can always just say you're on a diet, you're on a keto diet. And just so you know, again, I'm not a doctor on the keto thing. Uh, you need to know your kidney function because uh, there have been issues with, because you know, nothing's perfect. Even though keto is literally the perfect diet, nothing is perfect. And uh, from what I've heard is keto is hard on the kidneys. And of course, a diabetic would be like, what? Keto? Isn't that kind of hard on your kidneys? This is one of the reasons why you get a lipid panel to see how your kidneys are functioning. Um, you might want to do this while you're on the keto diet. But um, definitely do it before you go on a keto diet. Just make sure that you don't have failing kidneys. Because I've, I've heard stories where it sent people to the hospital. So, of course, you don't want to do that. But here I am. I've had Now, if you have perfectly normal kidneys, which I do, and I have done the keto diet. I've dropped 60 pounds when I was on the keto diet, and I've put on 20 since then because it was two years ago. But I still know how to do keto. I can go back on keto. And I'm still minus what I was. Then keto actually does work for me. And it's like the best diet for me. The only thing scary for keto and me was the fact I was dropping four pounds a week. And that scared the heck out of me. And the only reason why I stopped at 60 is because my body didn't want to do it anymore. 
So here I am doing this keto, and I had hit this plateau where I wasn't losing any more weight. So I had to stop at 60 pounds. And that's fine. You can find other diets that might actually work for you. I'd steer away from the Slim Fast. It has a ton of sugar in it. Uh, just thought I'd let you know that. Uh, yeah, stay away from any dieties that have lots of sugar in it. Probably not a good idea. Sugar is a poison after all. Obviously, a little minute amounts that they actually have in milk and such are not going to kill you. And so I'm not saying eliminate your milk products by any means. Um, or your cheese or anything of that nature. But, but I'm talking about um, sugars found in cereal to sweeten it. I'm talking about sugars that you put in your coffee. Your coffee creamers. I've heard half and half is actually pretty good for diabetics. So... I'm not saying like to drink it or anything, but I'm saying to put it in your coffee and it's safe. I haven't had anybody tell me that it isn't yet, and so I have heard a little bit of positive about it. So I'm only going off of the little bit of positive I heard. Maybe things will change in the future where people have run steadies and half and half is absolutely horrible. So not sure right now, but as far as I know from the little bit people have said, half and half is fine. So, um... There was, you know, I don't want to do podcast number three on feet or anything, so I'm just going to touch up a little bit on this one, too. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I totally forgot about, now, of course, I went from Idaho to Arizona. Idaho, I had this wonderful swimming pool. I had access to jacuzzis from a private club. Amazing. My feet were in really great shape from the uh, jacuzzi and from swimming all the time, the, it kept my feet clean. And I was amazed, like I didn't have any problems with my feet. Um, then I come to Arizona and the first thing that happens is my feet, you know, my feet are no longer in water and the first thing that happens is my feet dry out. And it didn't matter how many showers I took, can't keep the moisture in. So, um, and what I did the last time I was here in Arizona is I just lathered on the uh, diabetic foot cream or any lotion I can find or anything. And that seems to help. That and socks. Can't necessarily go around barefoot unless I want cracked feet. Kind of horrible, but you know, that's just the way my body's always been. I, I mean, I've had issues with this since I was a little kid. So, I mean, this is kind of nothing new to me. So when I was actually up in Idaho and I could actually jump into the jacuzzi or the swimming pool or what, whatever and re-moisturize my skin that way and keep it clean. I didn't have any issues. So I kind of missed that because I don't have access to it anymore. But um, so right now I'm, I'm kind of dealing with it and it's, it's the winter season. You'd think that this would happen in the summer, but it's, it's winter too because it is a drier environment here. And so your skin suffers and... It doesn't matter how many times a day I put lotion on my feet, put twice twice a day, they're still going to be not perfect. And um, that kind of bugs me a little bit. But, um, you know, you just do the best you can. Clean socks, you know, lotion, lots of lotion first, clean socks, you should be fine. Okay, so anyways, I think I've, I've talked enough today. Um... But I want to thank you so much for listening because um, you guys actually influenced me to actually do this podcast. And so I want to thank you. I really get excited when I see 
49 listeners on one podcast. I don't know exactly how that occurs, but that was pretty awesome. I've had that happen quite a few times. And, um, of course, you, my listening audience, is very important to me. So, um, if you need to get a hold of me, of course, there's the MeWe, and uh, there's the Facebook. Facebook um, will actually give you links to the MeWe page where you can actually uh, sign up and uh, join the, the group discussion. Learn something new, too. So if you ever ne- never have been on MeWe before, it's, it's a social platform, much like Facebook, but I think actually a tad bit better because you don't have as many advertisements. And you can join local groups there. So not only join my group, there might be some other groups of interest that you actually like there of like-minded people. And then you can chat about stuff and and, and just enjoy it. Because Facebook is kind of dying. I mean, I've been on there 11 years and it's not that great. Uh, Twitter, same way. I mean, Twitter is just like... Twitter was, I think, a little bit more interesting when the president was online. You know, President Trump. Now that President Trump isn't on there because they, they... eliminated him it's not interesting anymore anyways so and not to mention they they dropped my account anyways I don't even know why I think it's just because I had Donald Trump on you know I was checking out his page on occasion I mean he's an entertaining guy so you know once you get x by Hollywood I guess they just totally put you through the meat grinder um which I don't think is right either um, of course, this is America I thought we lived in. It seems like we're being taken over by invaders or something. So invaders from another planet. They're just weird. But anyways, so with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go. This has been Diabetic Survival. This is Margaret Frank- Coatman Franklin's talking with you today. And um, I hope that you have a great day and just be kind to each other. Bye-bye.